Today's episode of the Not That Great Podcast can be found wherever you find podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. Find us there. Find us on the interwebs. At Not That Great Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Not That Great. I had to make a new Facebook page. They would not change our old page. But... We're going to make a new one. We'll start it from scratch. It's already up. Facebook.com slash not that great. So go there, like, and follow. I don't even know what the difference between those two things are. But do, do them both, just to, to be sure. Um, and, of course, not that great pod.com. Part four of our NFL preview today. We're doing double duty today. We'll record this uh, kind of grab baggy episode of our um, five-part NFL preview. We're going to do a couple of bold predictions. We're going to do some award um, predictions. Then we're going to do a little... uh, We got some mailbag questions from some people. We're going to go through those, a couple of those. A quick one today. And then uh, the other episode we're going to do today, but it will release tomorrow, is a SummerSlam preview. I know some of you are clamoring for wrestling from this podcast. You're clamoring for it. Some of our highest performing episodes based on wrestling. And those wrestling episodes are probably uh, partially uh, or part of the reason that some of the later non-wrestling episodes aren't as popular as those early ones. Because I didn't tell you that uh, you were going to be listening to an hour and a half about wrestling a couple times. But you did. And if we wasted your subscription with that, then we apologize. But you can't hear this anyway because you're not listening. But anyway, tomorrow if you want to hear about... uh, SummerSlam and the way forward in WWE. We're gonna I'll release that one on Friday. But today it's part four of our NFL preview. Brian Goodwin on the phone. Moose in the house. Let's go. Make it a double I can take it another. Get so hard to chase it. Live up to yeah, it slides away when you're running like my uncle David. preview this is kind of a mishmash of the last two episodes we're moving stuff around um we're gonna do a gambling bull predictions listener mail podcast we're removing the gambling for today we're gonna split bold predictions because we're gonna make a couple we're gonna predict some awards as well and then we're gonna do some uh well let's let's start with some listener mail because we actually got listener questions and it's an amount that uh could best be described as more than none. So, uh, <laughs> Unprecedented for for our podcast. Yes. So, I mean, that's just, we're obviously exploding in popularity, but um, Brian, hit me with uh, question number one. 49ers win the West. Yes or no? Ten games over under. What is their actual – what's the actual over under for them? Uh, I didn't look. Actually, yeah, that was for another. I bet, I bet it's, I bet it's roughly nine and a half or so. I would say. Okay, let's. Because uh, people are high on them right now. Uh, 
I, first of all, I would not take the Niners to win the West because the Rams are in the West. Um, okay. The as of yesterday, fresh odds for win totals. They have the Niners at eight and a half. Um, okay, so I wasn't off. No, not at all. I'll go over the eight and a half, but I won't go over. Is it ten? Yeah. I'll say I would put them right at ten. So I guess I would push, which is a, a dick answer, but um, but I would if I was, and we'll talk about this uh, with Ben Perlman on the last part of the special. But if I was going to be a gambling man, I would definitely take the over eight and a half. But ten seems like a stretch to me. And we don't need to go through their whole schedule, but, I mean, they have two games at the Rams. The Rams are an offensive juggernaut. Uh, the Niners are improved on defense, but not as much. A full year for Garoppolo. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think that playing with, like, he had nothing to lose uh, coming down the stretch last year is primarily responsible for the five games they won. And they were playing yep. some bad teams and playing some teams that, uh, frankly, had nothing else to play for, so... Um, they're mm-hmm. like in season preseason games. Um, so I would put them at nine, 10 wins and, uh, I would not take them win the West. What about you? Um, that, that Rams team on paper is, is looks filthy. Oh, it's um, but as we all know, they don't play the games on paper. They play the games on the field. That's true. I don't know. I think, I think this is set up to be a hell of a rivalry for years and years to come. Um, I think Garoppolo is the real deal. Um, I think he's going to have at least 35 touchdowns this year. And I think there's a, he's my long shot to win the MVP to be a hundred percent honest with you. Who is? And um, Garoppolo. He's a long shot to win the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. I like him a lot this year. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in bold predictions, I guess. I'm going to go over 10 games for the for the Niners, but they do not win the West. All right. Well, now we have to look at their schedule cuz I want I don't know what 10 you got or over 10. So you're saying 11. Mm-hmm. At least at least 11, right? At least. Well, I guess yep. if you really like Garoppolo then uh you think that he can – I don't know. Let's look at the schedule is what we're going to have to do. So I'm pulling it up right now. And I'll just roll through it real quick, and I'll let you – you tell me. Yep. Um, so let's go here. Do-do-do. It's loading. This is not optimal because we don't have a ton of time. <laughs> uh, all right. At Minnesota. Lost. Okay. Um, Detroit at home. That's a Win. Win. Uh, at Kansas City. Win. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't like Mahomes. Uh, at um, at the Ram- or at the Chargers, the battle for Los Angeles. Whew. Oh, wait, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's Niners. So at, at the Chargers. I do like the Chargers this year. Uh, I know. I, a win. lot of us do in, on the podcast, especially uh, Alex <laughs> Brown. I'm going to go win. All right, so what are we at now? 2-2? Two, two? Yep. Um, no, no, 2-1. Two, 2-1? Two, one. Two, one, oh, is that the – no, no, no. We got Minnesota at yep. Minnesota. Loss. At San – or Detroit at home is a win. Yep. Kansas City at Kansas City win. is a win. 
And then at Chargers. Win. So three and one. Three and one. Okay. Uh, Arizona at them. That's a loss or a win. Sorry. Um, so we're four and one now. At Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Loss. Four and two. Uh, Rams at San Francisco. W. Uh, I'm not sold on that. Um, at Arizona is a a win. Win. So then, uh, so what's that? Week eight. So now we're what at uh, six and two. Yep. Um, Oakland at San Francisco is a win. Seven two. Uh, nine days off before they get uh, the Giants at home. I, I take that as a win too. Okay, so now we're at eight and two bye week. At the Buccaneers, that's a win. Yep. 11 and 2. At uh at Seattle. That's a win too. Uh 12 and 2. Denver at San Francisco. Mm, let's say loss. All right, 12 and 3. Seattle at San Francisco. That's a win. Okay. So what's that uh 13 and 2? Yeah, 13 and 2. I think you Okay. And then Chicago at uh, San Francisco. That might be a loss. Chicago? Mm-hmm. Explain. I don't like Chicago Chicago's at all this year. Ma- Chicago's making the playoffs this year. Oh, good God, Brian. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's happening. San Fran goes to L.A. for their last game of the year. Loss. That's a, that's a loss. So we got them at about 12-4-ish, and four ish, right? Um yeah, 13, I'm right 12, there. Four. Um, and that's with all you know, best laid plans. But I don't. I mean, you know, they say about best laid plans. So I'm not. That's I'm not sold right. going over ten wins. And there's. I don't think yeah. that they win the West either. So, but you think you thinking they're going to the Super Bowl? It sounds like. Uh no, I don't think that. I, I don't think they win the West, but I think they have over ten games. Okay. All right. Next question. Philly repeat. No. Is it happening or is no. it not happening? I say no. Well, we'll find out tonight in the rematch, I guess. That, that This game doesn't count. I've been to this game. <laughs> okay, three years ago I went to the preseason Eagles versus uh, Pats at Gillette. And it was mostly, it was like 40,000 people there. 20,000 of them were exploring food options for the year. And then the other, the other 20 yeah. got in, looked around, and then left before traffic started. So... Yep. So uh, the, tonight will not count for anything. I don't think that either. Why do they have these games anymore? I don't, know. I don't understand it. I don't know. You could do two preseason games and be done with it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, do you need All four set. games to make decisions about you know thirty guys that aren't good enough to play professional football? I don't think so. Yeah, it's, um, it's a joke. It's too much. Neither participant of the Super Bowl last year will make it back to the Super Bowl this year. Is is my opinion. I'm. I would. If I was to pick one, that would definitely make it back. I, just because of pedigree, I'd have to go with the Pats. But I like, but they would have a lot of other boxes to check off before I was willing to make that solid. If the See, Eagles make it through like week eight, nine, Carson's playing really well, then I might change my mind. But at the, at the, as as currently constituted as things stand, um, the Rams are just so fucking on paper defensively and offensively that I just, and I don't, I don't think the Eagles made complimentary moves. So 
See, it's funny because if I was to choose one to go back to the Super Bowl, if I had to choose one right now, I would choose Philly. Because hmm. I don't this, and this will this will go into our next question. But I, I'm not sure the Pats have it on offense. This is yeah. this the the Edelman thing is. It is a really scary situation not having him for four games because all of a sudden you see them scrambling and signing Eric Decker and and you know they think this is a bigger deal than it than you know than we're looking at it as you know what I mean I I, I think this this puts Brady in a in a tough situation. Well, I think that's um, a vic- they're a victim of their own success. We just figure, oh, just plug another white receiver in there, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and everything yeah. will be fine. Yeah, but, I mean. Because they always do whatever you know. That's the truest uh, manifestation of the next man up theory is the New England Patriots. So, um, you know, you lose, you think you that lose it's, Amendola. You think it's, yeah, go ahead. And then you lose Amendola, and then all of a sudden Edelman's hit with that suspension, and you're like, "Whoa, wait a second. Yeah, we were really thin at receiver to begin with. You also lost Cooks. Well, who's 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 his safety right, right now? You know, yeah. why did they lose Cooks? They just didn't want to pay him. Um. They found an opportunity to get value for him, yeah. and they got they you know they got value. They got a higher draft pick than what they traded for him, and they got a thousand year season out of him. It, that it value value value. And that, yeah. that's, but now I don't know why it's surprising to anybody. But now, yeah, yeah but now I you're mean, like, oh shit! You look at it. Yep. Now you're behind the eight ball. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next question. Uh, is this the end of the road? for Aaron Rodgers as an elite quarterback in the NFL? No, I don't think so. I don't think like, that... Like, win win the next two years or he's toast? I'm on I'm on board with that. But I don't, but I don't think that it's... Um, I think that people are sleeping on Rodgers right now just because they're kind of sleeping on the whole Packers a little bit because their offense is not full of really householdy names. You know what I mean? Cobb is Jimmy, regressing, Jim, and Jimmy Jordy's Graham's gone. A name. What's that? Jimmy Graham's a household name. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was minimally. Uh, I mean, that was. I feel like that was really quiet. Him going there, but um, it's not the. It's not usually the amount of weapons that uh, that um Rogers is used to. And well, Jordy can't. Best... I mean, do you think Jordy stays healthy all year? Jordy's in Oakland, dude. What? Yeah, Jordy's in Oakland. I hate oh, to crap. I hate to so publicly <laughs> out you for not knowing Jesus. that. But. <laughs> so it's Cobb and Devontae Adams and Ty Montgomery. You know what I mean? And like, uh, yeah. So, but and Graham, wow, and Graham. Um, so, I mean, I don't. I think it's. I think it's not Rogers. I don't think Rogers' talent is fading. I don't think that his ability is fading yet. Um, mm-hmm. So I won't. So I won't say that it's the end of him as a, an elite quarterback. But I will say, without some changes, uh, he's not going to get another ring. Not this year, despite how much yeah. Ben Perlman would have you believe. So, nope, not this year. Okay, that was too loaded. I think. Yeah. Um. All right. What's next? Raiders. Are they legit or are they not? Not yet. Not yet. 
because I'm I'm just not sold on their running game. I just think it's um I think that Jordy or sorry Jordy. Well, the Jordy's a good addition there, but I think that um I think that Jordy might have a good year if people uh over commit to Cooper, but I think that as Lynch goes, so go they. I just think that if he's if they get off to a couple of losses to start, he's not super interested. His running style is not um super sustainable in his old age. What is he, thirty two now? So Is he even um, committed? That's the thing. I don't think he is. So, like, I mean, I just mean uh, he signed. You know what I mean? But I just think that um, I don't think that he's really committed to to um, to like really giving his Be, all. I think he's like, kind of he's just there? collecting a paycheck. I hate to say that because I mean the yeah. dude is responsible for some memorable moments and he's he was a great player. But I think it's he's I think he's a little past uh, his ripeness. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Okay. Um. I've never loved John Gruden. I think he's a yeah, and I even mentioned Gruden. Blow. Yeah, he's a bit of a blowhard, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, and I I can't help but think to ESPN's Gruden QB camp, like that's the way he talks to his players. And yeah, I like that. How, <laughs> exactly. Like, I just don't uh, – how do, how do players respond to that in a serious fashion? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's more behind the scenes that makes him a great a great coach that we don't see. But yeah. I, I just – I don't see it. And for the amount of money they paid him, I don't yeah. – I 100% don't see it. Do you, I mean, do you think that there's any – do you think that he's learned that much outside of, you know, watching – just watching players play football that – aggressively increase his coaching abilities and his 10 year absence from the actual game. Like I, I don't No, because it's changed so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. And I, I feel like, you know, as, as close as we can get to a younger, as he's not very, he's not super young, but as close as we can get to like a fresh ish face, but still kind of old school sort yep. of hybrid style. That's, that's him. And I think that I just kind of think that today's game, as much as he's been, you know, analyzing it and whatever, I think it's a whole different thing on the on the field of play. Even if you've coached before, especially with a ten year layoff. So, and I feel like that's why Cower never came back, and that's why Dungey never came back. You know what I mean? And that's why mm-hmm. Herm Edwards went back to coach college. You know what I mean? Like they, um, they were these out guys, of their home and, and, at that point, right? And so, like, I feel like everyone longed for those guys to come back. Um, Cower mostly at first. Um, yep. but you know, they probably felt that like the, they probably, those guys probably knew the game was changing and their style didn't really match it. I'm not going to put, uh-huh. uh, John Gruden on the level of coach as those three. Um, he might be just a little bit or, you know, slightly more than a little bit below them, but, um, I'm not willing to say that he's as good as those guys and the game passed them by. And I'm not, I don't see yet a reason why, um, to think that it hasn't passed him by. To, to be fair, I haven't right. watched the Raiders preseason game, but you know. But we'll see. But I'm not. I'm not super sold. I'm very low on them. So. Okay. Next question. Yeah. Are the Pats overrated? In what context? I feel like they're appropriately rated every year. I think everyone thinks the Pats are really good. They're always really good. I'm not sure. Uh, why no no they're not simple no yeah I mean until 
until they have a season under 500 ever yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. I I, <laughs> I I won't not put full stock into this team. I agree. Um, they, you know, every year we sit there and think, but what if, but what if, but what if, but what if. But they always are 12 and 4 at the end of the season, no matter yeah. what your what ifs are. And it's right. incredible. That, like, I don't. I hope people realize how truly, truly blessed we actually are to witness what we've witnessed since 2001, because it is unheard of. Yeah, I agree. It's it's the greatest run any single NFL team has ever had. Yeah, and it's it's unbelievable. But we're too, you know, with all the other teams winning championships within that span, the Red Sox overcoming a curse. We're at the point where we're spoiled and we don't appreciate it, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna agree with that. I just like <clears throat> I think that people overall, you know, people root for you know massive success, but then when it gets to a point they're not like cool with it anymore, they kind of, it kind of becomes not cool to root for that. You know, becomes so to be a contrarian is more cool or whatever. And you know, if you if you if you think they're overrated, when's the last time your team beat them with something with true stakes? You know what I mean? Like so you can't really you can't overrate, you know, like you say, everything is on paper, but you know, they you know, they play the games on the field and the Pats have played the games on the field for Every you know, year. going on uh you know, 17 almost years. seventeen years now, man. No losing seasons since two thousand. Can any other team it's say insane. that? No. No. Minimum since uh, 2003, minimum 10 wins every year. Insane. Can, can other team say that? No. Um, of the past, you know, what is it? 16 years, 14 AFC East championships. Like, Insane. So, you know, I just, there's just not, they're not, they're not, they're not overrated. They are appropriately rated as a very, 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 very yeah. good team and, histo- and a historically yep. good team. And they should be. Yep. I agree. So, all right. Next up. All right. Um, and by the way, I just want to give thanks to uh, Nate Norcross, Andrew Coleman, Ian Fitzgerald, and Matt Gubro for sending in all these questions. Um, thanks, we dudes. are we are answering every single one of them, and I really appreciate you guys participating. Um, right, this might this might just be a. Are we just going to change this real quick to like a mostly mostly questions podcast? I'm fine with doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I got two more questions left, and right, then cool. um, we'll get into and then stuff. we can do roll into predictions. Cool. Um, Brady to Decker combo or flop? Flop. I think Decker disappears as soon as uh, Edelman's back. Week five, he's cut. Yeah, not cut, but just not. You know, not prevalent. Well, I don't think we have any business well, cutting receivers. True. You, you know what True, I mean? but they've done it before. Yeah, I, I mean. know, but <laughs> there's no, there's currently no need to be cutting any receivers. So I don't think he'll be cut. I like they, I mean, they keep, you know, eight running backs on the roster at all times. You might as well keep as many weapons for Brady as possible because if someone else goes down, who's the best guy on the waiver wire or whatever? If you already had him and you cut him, you're going to be pissed. So, and especially if he shows um, out and goes somewhere else. So I would say uh, I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. Yeah. I think for the at least the first four games of the season, yeah. this running back group is going to save this team. I could agree with that. I get on board with that. 
they are going to save this team. Between White, Hill, and Gillisley, and Burkhead. Yeah. And Michelle. You're, you're going to have – I don't even think he sees the field. Yeah. <laughs> with you the four guys that they have. Alright. It's with the four guys they have, I I think Jeremy Hill you're gonna see Jeremy Hill all of a sudden become Corey Dillon by week two. Okay. But those are bold predictions. Alright. Um all right, so we both agree that that, that combo is gonna be a flop. Yeah. Eric, yeah, Eric, Eric Decker just made the best looking team in football better looking and that's about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, All right, last question is from Matt Gubero, and he is a huge Denver Broncos fan. That's too bad. I'm sorry, Matt. Jake Butt, is he the next big thing, or is he a flop? He is the tight end for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, from Michigan, right? Um, Yep. Oh, boy. I'm not going to say he's the next big thing, but I won't. I'm going to hedge. I won't say he's a flop either. I'm going to push. I want to see. I want to see him on the field. I want to see him on the field for four weeks with pro competition. I'm going. He is the next big thing. Um, He has Case Keenum throwing to him. Yeah, and Case Keenum really likes his tight ends. Okay. I think. and I'll just go ahead and spoil it right now. This is your 2018 fantasy sleeper, Jake Butt, tight end, Denver Broncos. Okay, all right, I'll give you. I think he that. has, I think he has seven scores at least. I think that, and looking at the Denver Broncos schedule, I think he has an extremely fortunate first five weeks. Yep, it's agreed. Seahawks, Raiders, at Ravens, and then. Chiefs at home and then at the Jets. So if he can't show out and that offense get into a rhythm by that week and him contributing very well, um, yep. then we'll see what's up. Their next few games are a little tougher. Rams are the next game in week six. Cardinals not so tough. Chiefs again, Texans, and then a bye week. So let's see where he's at by the bye week. And I hate to hedge with everybody, but but we should know everything you need to know about Jake Butt in the first five games. That's what I would say. Agreed. Agreed. I like what I've seen, though. All right. So keep those questions coming, and we'll answer them whenever we get a mass of them, which was this time. So nice job. Thank you, Brian. Um, let's go Thank to – and this is a quickie, right? So – because we have a whole other podcast to record. We let's do. do – let's do uh, – let's do your – let's do bold predictions before we do awards. Um, let's say – let's each do two. You can go first. Okay. Um, Christian McCaffrey will lead the league in all-purpose yards. Okay. Okay. Um, do I respond or do you explain? How about you explain? Um, I just think second year under his belt, I think, um, I think you're going to see him have the type of season that, uh, that Kamara had last year for the, for New Orleans. I think right. I think he's going to be filthy. I uh, Stewart's gone from there, right? So he's the primary running back now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, despite being a bajillion years old for the past five years, uh, Jonathan Stewart generally performed fairly well with Cam. 
So I could see uh-huh. a I could see a pretty good symbiotic relationship with those two where he could uh where he could make it to that that plateau, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a yeah, all right. I could see that. Um let me go with my bold prediction number one. And I kinda already said it, but um and like it, it comes from that question, and there's apparently like a fairly uh, easy or par- fairly popular mandate that the Eagles are going to get back to the Super Bowl, and I don't think they get back to the Super Bowl. But I, as as I'm like evolving this opinion, I I'm not sure that I would even pick them to win the East. Okay. Because I think that uh, another lead buried, my offensive rookie of the year, Saquon Barkley, is going to truly energize that Giants team. And with another full, a full year of Odell, and uh, Eli also probably energized to throw to him. Uh, so not only does Philly not win the East, um, I'll pick, I will now change my pick. Even though we did the NFC already, I'll change my pick to the Giants to win the East. And I think the Giants might get as far as the NFC Championship game. Wow! But if but only if Saquon stays healthy. I just feel like he is He's already hurt. Yeah, I know, but it's just a strain, and they're operating out of an abundance of caution. They so are. If he uh, if he stays healthy, that that and it's sacrilegious of me to say, but um, I think that the yeah, NFC. Is, I think the NFC is better this year. It's certainly better than the AFC. They, they're a hundred percent better than they were yeah. last year. Hundred But you know what? And here's the thing too, man. If the Giants don't, if the Giants don't knock off the Eagles, the Saints have a chance. The Rams have a chance. The Vikings have a chance. You know, there's. Yep. I mean, Green Bay has Agreed. a chance. There's a lot of teams out there, man. Atlanta, I think, will regress, yep. but they'll still be in the mix. It's a lot of pratfalls. It's not as. Uh, and again, you know, the last week of the year is always different than the first week, but there's a lot that could go. Could go on. And uh, I could see the Eagles getting kind of bounced out of that fold. So I'm going to stay in the NFC East with my bold prediction number two. Okay. Jason Garrett is fired. Come by week for the Cowboys. Finally. Um. Yeah. And again, I was going to ask you uh, real quick how to seat. I did it with um with Alex and with uh Ben Perlman, and uh, I mentioned Jason Garrett, who in that you know, fishbowl of winning there that the, that the Cowboys like to think they have haven't won anything since Dumpster the mid nineties. So it's just like, when is it, you know, when is it time? I know he played for Jerry and I know that, you know, they're very good friends and blah, blah, blah. But at some point product on the field, you gotta man. Cut the cord. Yeah. Gotta it's, cut just, the cord. it's, it's done with him. You know what I mean? And I think they're a trash team to be a hundred percent honest with you. Oh yeah. You know, I, I mean, Especially without Dez, I think their their receiving core is very weak. Um, I think it's going to be too much on Dak and Ezekiel. Defensively, meh, you know, not bad, but their offense is extremely one dimensional. In my and opinion, if one of those two, two dimensional. If one of those two go down, they yeah, they can't fucked. play without each other. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> Zeke would be better fared with Dak going down, but yeah, but. If Zeke goes down, Dak is a lost puppy. Yeah, you're right. Uh, my so. other bull prediction is in the AFC East. 
and it's not team based, but I do think that this is the final year that Rob Gronkowski plays professional football. I have nothing to argue with that with. I have. There's just he every every time he suits up, he is risking further. This dude could be a Hollywood goldmine. He's risking further um, opportunities, damage to his things, brand, damage to his brain, damage to his body. That you yep. know the WWE might come calling. If someone could calm him down enough to take an acting class, he could be a like fucking B movie or A movie action hero type guy. You could see him yep. as like the tenth guy in fucking Fast and Furious Twelve. You know what I mean? Like, so yep. I just think that he's. I think that he's all set with risking. Uh, this, especially if they don't win a Super Bowl this year, again, if they make it and lose, he's done. If they make it and win, you know what? He's done. I just think he's done. I think he's good with football. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue that. Not one yeah. bit. So. I agree with you, and I and we both would love to see him in a WWE ring. So, yeah, well, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> um, let's quickly rattle off some, and uh, we'll do some more bowl predictions on the next uh, uh, pod with. Uh, I think it's going to be with Perlman. You might be back too. Okay. You might not do it till Monday. So, um, okay, cool. Uh, let's do uh, awards. We'll go in reverse of importance, um, and mostly because of the first one we agree with, which is comeback player of the year. You can go ahead and announce it if you like. Andrew Luck, Indianapolis yeah. Colt quarterback. Yeah, there's there's just no one, no one else. Like, I mean, I mean, if he, if he comes I out, I mean, unless and, she, unless Shazier <laughs> comes yeah. walking on that field. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, you're right. That is a weird if, award. If Shazier comes back week six, it's his. Yeah. Just just for stepping on the field. What's the prognosis on him? He's I not playing again, is he? I don't think so, no. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But it's the kind of thing I where mean, dudes can... are like, I got to get back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's lucky he's walking. Yeah. That's um, true. And much, much respect to Ryan Shazier. I mean, what he what he went through was must have been absolute torture for him and his family. Um, so, to be honest, I hope he never steps on the field again in a playing capacity. But I agree. We'll see. Yeah, you never know. Don't need to see him uh, play again. Uh, defensive player of the year, who you got? J.J. Watt. Oh, you know what? Wait a minute now, because Watt was hurt last year, too. Yeah, he was, but I feel like he's hurt every year, and all of a sudden he has... 20 sacks and you're like where did that guy come from yeah true actually you know what I'm gonna pick that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch that pick what the comeback no the defense, oh, the defense player, player of the year okay who are you going to Everson Griffin Minnesota Vikings oh good call okay and I think he breaks the sack record Ooh, what is the sack record now 21 and a half is that right 22 and a half 22 and a half and it's uh Strahan right Strahan, yep. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll go with Donald. Um because I just I'm I just really, really am feeling every every part of this Rams team. On and, paper. Yeah, on paper. Well every team is on paper right now, dude. I know. You know? know. It is what it is. Um Offensive Player of the Year. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Yep. I'll take Wentz. Wentz, okay. Who might also be comeback player of the year. 
Yeah. yeah no. If you're gone for basically two years, sorry, you're the dude who played most of the year. You know what I mean? Sorry, yeah, buddy. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't gone that long. No, nah, he wasn't. Um, defensive rookie. <clears throat> you ready? I'm ready. Roquan Smith. Ah, me too. Chicago yes. Bears. Yeah, I'm taking him as well. He I is think he's so far and away. Far and away the best defender in this in the draft class. And he's yep. finally in camp, which is good. Um, or under contract, I should say. But yeah, he's yep. just... This dude is fast, athletic. He's a, he's a beast. Just, yeah. And I'm, you know, smart player. And mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else has the package of skills he has. Um, and he's quick, too. So, I don't know. I just I don't think anyone... And that, I mean, that... That Chicago defense, if they're going to do anything, they're going to need to be world beaters. He's going to have to put them on his back, I think. Um, yep, at least I agree. Line, on, in that, uh, you know, in the linebacker I mean, up to the line. So, like Mac style. Yeah, totally. Um, offensive rookie, we don't even need to. It's Barkley. So, see, I don't have him. Who do you have? I have. Are you I taking DJ Moore? Huh? Is DJ Moore one of them? Nope. I have okay. two. Two predictions, two people that I think will have a more complete year than Saquon Barkley. All right. Go, go, go. Sam Darnold, quarterback, Jets. Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, Denver. Okay. Darnold, I mean, Darnold will see action at some point. You, you have to have. McCown and Bridgewater go down for Darnold to get in there. No, the Jets. The Jets need something, and I think that something is this, is is this kid. They need they need they need a boost. They need they need somebody in that freaking city to care. You know what I mean? They've yeah. just been so bad for so long that they need a spark plug, and I think he's a spark plug. Okie doke. That's it. Um, let's go, Coach. You can go first. The guy in San Fran. The guy in San Fran. <laughs> Uh, whose name I also don't remember, um, which is extremely embarrassing. For again, remember he's we're not son. experts, and we'll he's prove a it. son of Schottenheimer. No, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah, yeah there you go. So, I think, or or or, what's his face from the Rams? Because he's also a very good coach, McVeigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate to give them everything, um, and they were already they were good last year. Um, so I'm not going to give him coach. I think that uh, I think you might see Sean Payton get coach of the year because I kind of feel this kind of last hurrah for uh, Breeze. And uh, you think it's trying, a, you think, think it's the last hurrah for Payton too? Yeah, yeah. Because as I, I just I don't see one of them being in the league without the other. And okay. I don't see if, if Breeze leaves or retires, um, 
after this year, do you think – I would think that Sean Payton would be pretty highly sought after. I don't know what his contract is, but I think he'd be fairly sought after for a team that's kind of more in progress. But if you leave – if Breeze leaves New Orleans, i got to start over. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, and then MVP. <clears throat> Jimmy G. Yeah, I just, I can't get behind that. And you told me about this before we even came on the air, and I'm not going to – I'm not gonna. He's not gonna be the most valuable player this year. I'm sorry, he's not. You don't he's have just, to apologize. He's just not. And no, if I he's do not, because he's you're gonna because have to apologize because you're wrong. Okay, you're just wrong. <laughs> um. Uh, boy, go home or on me. Go home or on me. No, I don't think I'm going to. Um. I got a couple of names here, but I'm not. I'm. I want to come down. Ah, boy, Gurley. Gurley. Yeah. Wow. I'll say Gurley. You are loving this Rams. Team. I really am, dude. I wish I was from LA. I would have an yeah. excuse for all the Rams fellatio that's happening on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Brian, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, uh, quick shout out to um, Doomsday Trading Company out of Pennsylvania. Hey, uh, Lord Steve. My buddy, my buddy Tommy runs Doomsday Trading Company. Um, they have a great selection of apparel. You guys check it out. Um, just Google Doomsday Trading Company and that'll pop up for you. Awesome. Brian, thanks, brother. Uh, and we'll get you on part five. And I'll talk to you again in five minutes about wrestling. Sounds like a plan. All right, bud. Let's go. Guess I'm a poet in the land of the sea, y'all. Be yelling on the sidewalk naked. I put it on my mama's favorite. I'm putting all my savings up. They tell us we're not going to make it. It's getting so hard just to make grand. If we don't know what to say, we going to make it up. But all you want to know.